not off. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my man, as always, Mojo Mutati. I can't wait to talk about this first story, Mojo. Victor Wembanyama. He, like, he's 19 years old. He's seven foot four inches tall. This dude is amazing on the basketball court. But he learned a very important lesson, Mojo, last night, Wednesday night. Don't talk about the New York Knicks' beloved Madison Square Garden. Uh, the Knicks playing the Spurs. This was the first time that the Phenom made a trip to New York City, to Manhattan, to play uh, the uh, Knickerbockers before the game mojo. Victor, when you travel to MSG, obviously for the first time, you're going to be asked about the historic arena. He made a comment, a comment that Knicks fans did not take too kindly to. Here's Victor before the Knicks and Spurs game last night. It's not as big as I expected, but still the vibe is here. Tough game, you know, physical, physical, and yeah, you're crushing fans. All right, Mojo. So <laughs> it was a very mild shot, if it was even a shot. But he said I expected it to be bigger, but the vibe is still here. Okay, so. Few hours later, 20,000 fans packed the building, and the Spurs and the Knicks play. And boy, did the Knicks ever put a beat down on Victor's team. And, and I'll say this, Mojo, the dude has had a lot of great games this year. Last night wasn't one of them. Victor Wembanyama, he ends up putting up 14 points, fine, respectable, but he wasn't very efficient at all. Four of 14 shooting. Meanwhile, look across uh, to the other bench. And the Knicks' three top offensive weapons, they were on last night. Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and R.J. Barrett combined for 72 points, Mojo. The uh, Knicks end up winning 126 to 105. And during the third quarter, when the uh, Knicks were up by 29 points, Victor went to the free throw line. And let's just say the Knicks fans let him have it. As we said, opposing veteran centers, they get, they get fired up to play against him. The way he's handled it night in and night out. Again, it's only, this is only his eighth game, and it's been fun to watch. So there was Mojo a resounding overrated chant, and, uh, you know, they, they let him know, don't talk about our building. Yeah, he deserved it. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I know he's 19, I know he's a kid, but... If you're going to talk a little bit of trash, you better be ready for that clap back because it's yep. coming swifter in New York than it will just about any place yeah. else. I mean, hey, Fact. I will actually agree with this sentiment. I've wrestled in Madison Square Garden many times. And when I walked into the arena when it was empty, yeah. the first time I remember thinking to myself, oh, you know, this is a little this is a little smaller than I envisioned. What it. are you I guys mean, talking what? It's it's not the world's biggest arena. It's the world's most famous arena. Well, then that's the <laughs> distinction that's important there. You expect because it's the world's most famous arena that it's simultaneously going to be the biggest as well. Mojo you Baker's not it. always better. Say, when that place fills up and those New Yorkers get rocking, you know that is an arena that is second to none yeah. anywhere. I mean, that place is Awesome. My goodness. Yeah. The electricity is palpable. But back to our boy Wemby. Um, hey, he's been on an absolute heater to kick this year off. Yeah. We're finally seeing a little awesome. bit of the human side 
of yeah. them here. I mean, everybody's due for a uh, bad game here and there. And, you know, not necessarily that he played horribly. No. It's just when you're the number one overall pick, uh, you're held to a higher standard, especially with how he he started this season. Plus, again, we're talking about New Yorkers. He could have averaged 200 points <laughs> a game. And if he only scored 199 this game, they were going to let him have it either way. So it doesn't matter. But, uh Hey, well, welcome to professional sports, pal. Yeah, hey, look, he's going to have it. He's going to hear it when he goes to every single building. Nobody uh, since LeBron James has gotten the attention that Victor has gotten. I will say this. The Knicks fans have famously gone at different players over the years. When I was a kid, uh, it was Reggie Miller, and that was the feud. Over the years now, modern time, we've seen the Knicks fans go at it with Trey Young. And, yeah, you get the feeling, Mojo, that the next time Wemby walks into the garden that he is going to have a little chip on his shoulder. You get the feeling he's going to want to put up a lot of points and have a big game. So I, I get the feeling that this is a rivalry in the making. Victor Wembanyama versus uh, the New York Knicks. All right, Mojo, we'll stay in New York City and we'll stay crapping on the, on the fans of the <laughs> pro sports teams in, in the, the big city. Peyton Manning and Luke Bryant last night hosting the CMT Awards. Obviously a huge deal. We know Luke is one of the biggest country music stars in the world. And Peyton is a big time country music fan and a darn funny, well, my comedian is a darn funny dude too. It could be a comedian, Mojo. And uh, let's just say Luke and Peyton had some jokes and they came at the expense of the lowly New York Jets fans. Take a look. We are back, and you know what that means. Yep, Travis and Taylor weren't available. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Luke, do you know the difference between Taylor Swift and the New York Jets? Uh, Taylor can sell out a stadium? You nailed it. <laughs> I uh, had you do that punchline, Luke, so I wouldn't get in trouble. <laughs> Bottom line, folks, we are really excited about tonight. We had a tremendous rehearsal, only a few kinks to work out. There was a rehearsal? Yes, you weren't there. You're the kink we need to work out. <laughs> Funny Mojo. He's really talented. You shouldn't be allowed to be that talented. Uh, hey, it's not a bad one-two punch. I will say, <laughs> though, in my opinion, Peyton is carrying that performance just a, <laughs> just, just a little bit more than, than Mr. Bryant. Uh, <laughs> dude, Peyton Manning is the best. I don't know if I've ever seen him in something that he wasn't just absolutely... Yeah fantastic at whether it was a cameo in a movie or a tv show or saturday night live or hosting award shows i mean this man is gold and of course no need to even mention the manning cast he's incredible on yeah. that but varying the jets fans uh always always a fun uh, thing i think our uh, producer steve goldberg would yeah. disagree with me on on that one but uh here's what i'll say mojo i am not a jets fan but i will say this the way I look at Giants and Jets fans, and, and I can compare them, I, I think they're, the Jets fans are, are more energetic. They're, they're typically younger. I think they're more passionate. I think the Giants fans are a lot quieter and less rowdy and generally older. So I'll be honest, the Jets have a good fan base as far as I'm concerned. Maybe they haven't had a whole bunch to root for over the years, but I've got to be honest, I think... The Jets fans are are pretty passionate. I thought you were about to say that's what makes them worse fans, bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, not all heroes wear capes. And for the Houston Texans, 
last weekend, it was a running back who came to the rescue. Dare Agunbowale talks about his big emergency kick that helped save the day. That's next on TMZ Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Agunbowale will try it. A 29-yard attempt from the left hash mark. Snap is down, the kick is up, and it's good! Dari Agunbowale for three, and the Texans are back in front! <laughs> are you kidding? Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. I mean, you heard it right there during the call. That was Dari Agunbowale, who is a running back. He's not a kicker, Mojo, but kicker went down. He stepped up. That was a big kick. You saw the game was tied at the time. Uh, it was a high-scoring game against the Bucks, and uh, he puts his team up three, and then they end up winning the game by two points. So without that kick, I think it's fair to say they would not have won that game despite the uh, incredible, incredible play from their quarterback, their rookie quarterback. Mojo, we actually had a chance to talk to Dare. Now, we had a lot of questions for this guy. You know, what's your kicking background? Did, do you know how to kick? Were you a kicker? And what's it been like? You go out there, and you as the first non-kicker, for the first time since 2004, you make a kick during a regular season game. That's an incredible accomplishment. What's the reaction been like? Here's Dari. The background really is just soccer. You know, I grew up playing soccer. Um, never was a quote-unquote kicker for my team, but kind of the same situation in high school. I was the backup kicker just in case anything happened to the kicker. So I um, was able to go through that process. But, um, yeah, I, my, my, my kicking um, experience really only comes from soccer, though. What's the reaction been like, you know, since kicking that field goal last weekend? It's, been, it's really been funny, man. It's just because I still <laughs> I mean, we still laughing. We were laughing about it in the locker room today, just the, the fact that it even went down like that. So um, every time I get a chance to talk about it, I kind of just laugh because it's like, who would have thought it would uh, shake out like that? But no, nah, it's been cool, man. Like I said, just the, getting people showing a lot of love. You know, we got a lot of supporters. Um, the stadium was super loud after that. So it was just good to kind of Put a smile on everybody's face and then watch that go between the uprise, man. As Northern Virginia's high school record holder for longest punt, I can comment on this. Wow. Uh, no problem. <laughs> I'd love <laughs> to see a video of that. <laughs> 76 yards, no big Woo! deal. Anyways, back on point. <laughs> this is difficult. I also played soccer when I was a kid. I come from a family who played soccer huh? and kicking a football and kicking a soccer ball <laughs> are not the same thing. Not one bit. So for him to use his soccer experience as his NFL kicking experience, uh, that is extremely commendable. I'm also going to shout this guy out too, because here's another huh? thing people don't uh, really think about. 
kickers and punters wear very, very special cleats in order to do their job. If we're talking about a running back who's wearing big, bulky cleats, uh, you know, trying not to separate or dislocate or break an ankle out there, that's going to actually be very restrictive here, Babcock. I I would bet that that means more making that kick than even scoring a touchdown or doing something like that because, hey, running backs score touchdowns, but when does a running back kick a field goal that actually ends up mattering you're talking about winning or losing a game here. Absolutely incredible. What what an awesome moment. There was a time on this show and on our website that we would talk about LeVar Ball, LaMelo Ball, Lonzo Ball, and Big Baller brand almost nonstop. And while not so much the case anymore, there is still a big-time battle brewing between the man right there, LeVar Ball, and a guy named Alan Foster. And if you've heard that name before, and there is Alan with LeVar, Alan says he was, uh, and, and as far as we know, this obviously is true, he was one of the guys who came up with the BBB, the Big Baller brand, himself years ago. He has now, Edward, and Edward's going to tell us all about this, has filed a lawsuit, not the first lawsuit that he's filed, but he is claiming that actions that LeVar took have literally cost him hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, not just LeVar, LaMelo as well. So he's Mm. filed a new lawsuit this week in in California, and and he's suing LeVar, he's suing Tina Ball, the mom of the Ball Mm. brothers, Uh, he's suing LaMelo Ball, and he's suing Puma. Uh, I'll explain Puma. This is a lengthy lawsuit. It's 54 pages, but I'll try to kind of condense it here and not give you all the legal jargon. Buckle up, everybody. (laughs) Essentially, (laughs) Alan claims that as part of his role as co-founder of the BBBs, uh, he was tasked with the creation of Mello's brand. Uh, He claims as part of the creation of it all, he came over with the MB1. Uh, Obviously, that's Mello's initials, Mello Ball, and his jersey number he wore one in high school. And this was when he was a teenager. He was kind of a, 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 obviously, Lonzo was the big name in the family, but everybody knew Mello was kind of the next one. Uh, They created the MB1 shoe under the BBB umbrella. Uh, He claims it was super successful. Mello actually wore it a little bit during his high school playing days. And, you know, he obviously, he had a a lengthy high school career that that spanned over several cities and several countries even. Countries, Uh, yeah. yeah. But he claims it was very successful. Uh, however, uh, Melo obviously branched away from the BBBs eventually and signed with Puma. A massive deal with Puma is reportedly around $100 million. Uh, uh, now, Puma creates a new sneaker with Melo called the MB.01. Uh, and, and now, obviously, Alan is very, very upset with this. He believes that this is ripping off his trademarks that he helped create under the BBB umbrella, and now he's suing. Uh, he claims, though, that this whole thing has cost him in excess of $200 million. Wow. Uh, and as part of the lawsuit, again, it's, it's lengthy, but he basically says LeVar Ball had a big hand in it, and so did Tina Ball. So that's where it stands now. As you mentioned, this is not the first time he's he's taken no. these guys to court. Uh, he sued LeVar years ago, and actually Lonzo sued him. So it's been nasty with these guys for a long time, but this is the latest. Yeah, I mean, look, look LaMelo Ball has become, and like I like Ed said, I think Lonzo was the was the big star at UCLA, but LaMelo has really become the, the NBA star out of the family, and Lonzo has unfortunately dealt with some injury stuff. But yeah, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars he claims he's uh, he's lost out on here, Mojo. Hey, man, when you're going after the bigs, brother, you add a couple of zeros to the end. We all know who Puma is and we all know they got money. So, hey, you you can't ask for more later, right? You got to lead high knowing that you're probably going to settle as a fraction 
of uh, what you're going for. Maybe yeah. that's where this goes. But yeah, I mean, look, th- th- you're going to escalate the case when you're talking about Puma. I mean, he's on to something. If he had a case and in, in starting the big baller brand, he put out the first line. They pretty much took the same thing, barely amended the, the name and are running with more or less the same product mm. elsewhere. You know, he's not going to stay silent. He's going to come and he's going to ask for his piece. Typically situations like this, when there's a leg to stand on, which it seems like there is, They never go the distance. They almost always settle quietly uh, for a lesser amount and just saves everybody on legal fees. That would be my early guess on on my side. Um, that's, That's just me. Yeah, hey, we'll follow up. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned. Mojo, it's time for one of my favorite segments. You might say, I love it. We love it. We love it. Yeah, we love it. TMZ Sports, we love it. Uh, lots of love today. We're going to start first with the guy I think he's, I mean, he's the most dynamic playmaker in the league for my money. Tyreek Hill married his uh, beautiful fiance, Kida. So Cheetah and Kida here, Mojo, had to get married with names like that. And uh, yeah, this is very cool. They obviously have been engaged since the summer of 2021, I should say, July of 2021. Uh, they are on a bye week, of course. The uh, Dolphins played in Germany on Sunday. They have off this week. They traveled to Texas, and uh, yeah, Mojo, they, they tied the knot. So uh, huge congratulations for them. Obviously, a uh, really awesome couple. Huge, huge congratulations. We love it. We love love here we on love, love. TMZ Sports. Finally tying the knot. You love to see it. Interesting. He did it on the bye week. I get married, do the thing, and right back to work. Um, hats off to this couple for having the strength to get it done. Uh, yeah, I love it. I should also say she is the sister of former safety, NFL safety, Kenny Vaccaro. So very cool there. Uh, again, congratulations to them. All right, Mojo, we have more love here. We're going to go uh, to a world that you know very well. Lo, of mm. course, uh, Logan Paul, he wins uh, last week at the Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. He wins the United States Championship. He uh, now holds a belt. And I am a wrestling encyclopedia. Everyone from Ric Flair to Roman Reigns has held this belt. Now it is the man Logan Paul himself. Hasn't been doing this for that long, Mojo. I've been so impressed with him. You can tell how, uh, how special, how important having this belt means to him because he's sleeping with the darn thing, Mojo. Wait till you see some of these pictures. <laughs> so... <laughs> You've got Logan with the belt and uh, Nina Agdels uh, spooning Logan. There he is on the treadmill, of course, had a uh, bottle of Prime in his hand, and that is my favorite mojo. Nothing but the belt, which I, I have also been told not to call it a belt, but belt. Yes. Belt. Yes, that's a huge, huge thing in wrestling. Vince McMahon would be unloading on you right Vince, now. Vince, you ain't the coffee. boss anymore, buddy. Be quiet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just glad all these photos happened after the Dylan Dennis fight because you know Dylan would have had to have Oh, man. Can you imagine? Say. Oh, my goodness. Well, look. Hey, Logan Paul's getting the top coaching in the wrestling world right now for this run that he's on, and that includes in in out of the ring, Babcock, because let me tell you about some of the culture of the WWE or professional wrestling in general. When you win your first title, brother, 
You're supposed to get after it with that belt. I partied so hard with this 24-7 championship right behind me. They told me never to bring it back to work again. They said, don't bring that near any of the talent or any of their arenas ever. That is yours to stay. We did it right. That was, yes. Mojo, hold on. This is one of my favorite photos that I've ever laid eyes on, okay? You're in that photo with Bill Belichick. So we have Rob Gronkowski. We have Triple H. Is it Stephanie McMahon? I think maybe hard for me to see. Bill Belichick is there, Mojo. I I love the explain how, why did this happen? And I I am so happy when I see this. This was the first Gronk Beach. I believe that was in Miami. And we Bill Belichick went to Gronk Beach. Belichick went to Gronk Beach. Triple H and (laughs) Stephanie went to Gronk Beach. And if you're asking me, I think their presence was not to party. It was more of the recruiting nature. Let's see. Oh, is this when Rob was retired? Oh, baby, this was, hey, we need Rob back in the game. We need him not to go to Tampa Bay. We need him back here in New England. And Hunter and Stephanie said, not so fast. Back off, Bill. He's coming to the WWE with Mojo. And uh, I'm sitting there in the middle of all of this, like, can you guys just go away so we can party? That's where my head was. Did, did Bill put on your championship strap? I think everybody knew not to touch that title. All right, Mojo, we're out of time. Uh, Got a lot of stuff tomorrow. Big stories, big video. Going to be a great show. Matter of fact, Babcock, it'll be the best show since today.